Hi, I'm Big Nakuruma. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are your gamer friends. How nice, how beautiful, how rude of me to not interrupt your beautiful singing. Are you going to do this every week? Because I'm going to keep doing my thing every week, so if that's your thing, then that's your thing. I mean, if you're going to if you're gonna keep interrupting me. If that's me, your thing, that's your thing. That's I fine. mean, it's not, it's not my thing. I'm just... It seems like your thing, but... It's not a thing. You're just rude. Hmm. Hmm. Logging on today, uh, we're going to be talking about E3's rebrand, Apple Arcade, EA's Project Atlas, Apex Legends Season 3, the Avengers AR game, Ooh. Microsoft's Inside Xbox event, Sony's State of Play event. Oh my God, so many events. I know. Modern Warfare drama, Mario Kart Tour. Also drama. Oh. Untitled Goose Game and Link's Awakening. In these past two weeks in Nerdin, we're talking Pokemon, Black Widow updates, Magneto casting rumors, Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> rebooting, Titans, and Suicide Squad. The home screen this week is canceled. It's canceled. Like Kanye West. We haven't played uh, enough new stuff, and we've got a lot to discuss next time. There will be a bonus episode. There's so much to discuss. So we will come back with some new games very shortly. All right, let's get into it. Okay, logging on. Let's get into the fact that E3 is dead. <laughs> it has been dead uh, for a long time. It's publicly dead now? Right. Um... E3, biggest gaming industry and news event of the year, generally speaking. Gamescom is kind of like number two um, and probably going to be number one now. Uh, (laughs) It's rebranding itself. Um, I don't even think it's going to be called the same thing, right? It's. I don't even know. So this report came out from gamesdaily.biz, which actually sounds like a fake website. (laughs) (laughs) But then I saw everyone else linking to it, and I was like, oh, they need to change the name. (laughs) Like, I feel like it's like a very 90s name. Anyway, they were talking about all these, like, plans for E3 to change have leaked, allegedly. Mm -hmm. And shit is different. It's going to be all, like, fan-focused, experience-focused, influencer-focused bullshit. Yeah, what I find interesting is that they're going to be doing um, the thing that you get at theme parks. So you stand in line <laughs> by not standing in line, or you get a expedited line for yourself. Um, mm. It just it it seems like they're completely abandoning the idea of it being a place where things are announced primarily and where yeah. things are um, experienced, innovated. It was, like, a very originally essentially a trade show. Yeah. And now it's just going to be a big arcade. Hey, well, you know, with all these extra people that are going to be able to go, they were saying, I think they wanted at least, like, 25,000 people as opposed to the very small number that go now. We could probably go. But would we want to? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, this does not sound like I feel like Gamescom is a better uh, mix uh, now. I I don't know. Gamescom is also in Germany, uh, not in sure. L.A. So that would present a difficulty. Re- regardless, I mean, it's yet to be seen if this is 100% True. confirmed. And yeah, yeah. It would be a very big change. Um, maybe there will still be the types of shows that Xbox did, but... You know, as we're about to discuss, they kind of do their own thing, too. Yep. Sony does their own thing. Nintendo does their own thing and has been doing their own thing for a long time. Um, you know, if only Microsoft is supporting E3 in a big way, then what's the justification? Why isn't it just a, an Xbox event that they do on their own? Yeah. Anyway, I kind of spilled the beans, so we might as well go right to these. <laughs> um, inside Xbox happened. It did. There were a lot of things announced. I'm going to highlight only a few of of them, Um, namely that 
Jump Force is going to be coming to Xbox Game Pass on console. So glad I don't have to pay for that one. Yes. I mean, I said I would play it if I didn't have to pay for it, and I don't have to pay for it now. So very excited about that. Uh, Um, And City Skylines is coming to the Xbox Game Pass for PC. If you have not played City Skylines and you're in any way a fan of SimCity, I know I've talked about it on the show a bunch. Too much. No. (laughs) Kidding. Go play it. It's so fun. I literally, I really wish that I had a a gaming PC sometimes because (laughs) there's just a few games that I would love to play and play more often and more frequently. And I could, but then I miss out on being party chat and stuff. So just make a Discord, put everyone in the Discord. So much work. That's true. You can just you can take some of my spare parts though, if you want them. Mm, fair enough. My fried processor. Uh, they also said that <sighs> XCloud is officially doing a preview uh, next month in October. You can sign up for it now. Um, it's requiring a wireless Xbox controller and an Android phone specifically. Wait, 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 wait. Who still has wired controllers besides like pro players because of? A millisecond. I don't know. A nanosecond. A picosecond of lag. A. Duh, everyone has wireless controllers. Why an Android phone? I don't know. I I don't know why they would do that because if they're limiting it to Google, then are they kind of conceding that Stadia might be a contender in some way? Like, they have to use Google's infrastructure to make this work? Um... Regardless, I have to bust out. I have that backup Android phone. <laughs> Technically, I still have my Galaxy S4. I just have to change out a part. I totally could do it if I, mean, I like cared enough, but I don't. It doesn't need to be cell activated, as far as I understand. You just need to be able to use the app. So I can hook up to the Wi Fi on that phone and uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get some xCloud action going on. Good luck. You can have fun with that. We'll do a little investigative reporting thing. Hmm. Hmm. That was really it, though, in terms of, like, big <laughs> announcements. There's a lot of other stuff. You know, I, I'm I'm making light of it. It There were plenty of things announced. There were a bunch of more games coming to Game Pass for console and PC. Okay. Um, so if you're into Xbox Game Pass, if that's a primary way that you access games, then I would certainly go look at a recap list. And we can link one in the show notes. We should link one. That. You just, you know. Yeah. Did you look at Sony's stuff? No. I did not watch Sony's State of Play event. I don't I don't really think there's anything that Sony is putting out that I care about. But some people do care about The Last of Us 2. And all the footage that they dropped. It was a lot of footage. Caught a peek of that. I wish you were in any way supportive of anyone other than yourself in the LGBTQ community. Oh, wow. That is saying a lot. I'm going to play The Last of Us because I never have in order to play The Last of Us 2 because I am supportive of lesbians. Lesbian zombie killers. And I want to see lesbians end up happy and not die in media. And yes. if she dies in The Last of Us 2, I am going to burn some shit down. Well, all right. I uh, support you in your support of... Thank you for loving the sinner and not the sin, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Since you're a bigot now. I, I just can't support your lifestyle of supporting lesbians. <laughs> it's too um, much. Too many layers. I'm very excited. It's coming out officially February 21st. That did get leaked like a few weeks ago or not that long ago. Um, And there was no reason to not believe it, but there also wasn't, you know, confirmation from the studio. So it was nice to see that it is in fact coming out. That is going to be a very, very packed (laughs) February. Um, What else is coming out? The Gods and Monsters from Ubisoft is coming out. Uh, shit. I thought Watch that- Dogs 2, 3, Watch Dogs Legion, <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> is coming out. Watch Dogs Boo Fascism. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> well, that's one I'm definitely buying. Like, And there's a few other ones. I, I don't remember all of them off the top of my head, but February is very crowded. When is Cyberpunk coming out? Uh, April. April. Good. That gives me plenty of time to play anti-fascism the game. 
it does not give me plenty of time because all three of the games that we just listed, uh, I'm going to want to play in addition to whatever the fuck is coming out. Like, that's going to be a new season of Destiny. Destiny, probably a new season of Apex around that time. Yep. Wow, you are you're such a gamer. I'm... I'm going to have to anchor myself on the job. <laughs> Stop and go, saying And go out on disability. I'm, I'm going to have to get real sick. I'm going to have to lick the sidewalk, get real sick. <laughs> Motherfucker, I swear to God. Listen, or become, or become a streamer and just pray that I can make enough money to live. Oh. That's the only way that you can play all the games that are coming out, is if you're a professional Leap video play game player. Game. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, everyone has a backlog. Anyway. Um, but yeah, February 21st for The Last of Us 2, they also dropped a lot of footage. Um, I believe that the most is three hours. What in the hell? Three hours? Well, I mean, that that's probably, like, what, half of what uh, Death Stranding released. I feel like they put oh out the God. whole fucking game. They're like, please play it. It's going to be weird. Did you see the latest thing that he said? He was like, it's not going to get good till halfway through, just FYI. I... <laughs> I don't have money for that. I no. I am so because like look, uh, what the fuck was it? Jesse Williams plays a robot. Detroit. Detroit. Become human. Becoming human. Now, nah, fuck. I don't remember. It's become. I don't want to have an experience like that ever again. <laughs> like in the first half of that game, I was fucking sweeping things and watching a father abuse his child. Like I. And yet you And that was like dead. the first quarter of the game. I could not imagine playing paying $60 for some weird fucking shit just because some famous dev made it on his fucking <sighs> comeback tour. And then it's like, well, it's not gonna get good till halfway through. What? <laughs> what that's like not I can't even equate I don't even I not good. It's not gonna be fun until halfway through. Is it gonna what does that mean? It sounds awful. I I understand like you need exposition or whatever, but like not good. I've who says seen, that? I've seen examples of that in my gaming life where I was like, oh, okay, it's not that the first half was bad. It was just like, okay, fine, I'm playing this game, and like, then it's like, oh shit, this is really good now. Maybe it's that, and not like, oh, this sucks, and then oh, okay, it's good. I'm just so sorry. Like, nobody knows what this game is. No one knows what it's about. Like, that is not inspiring any confidence. Like, not... I already am not going to buy this game. I am especially not going to buy this game now. <laughs> like, you... What did, I, I'm done. I can we... Uh, Fair enough. I'll add that to the bleep list. <laughs> if it keeps going, it's not going to get good. So it I'm hasn't, through. What it the hasn't fuck? aggrieved anyone yet. Yet. Confuse the fuck out of everyone, though. But anyway, yeah, that was the biggest <laughs> Sony announcement as far as I'm concerned. Um, but if you're a, a big Sony fan, then check the link that we will definitely put in the show notes for you. Um, let's get into EA, because they had an event, too. Um, what is what... I gotta say, just a quick sidebar. These events in between... Like, it's like two or three things a year of events of people going on stage and, like, being like, here, I'm tired. That's why the E3 thing is so annoying to me because we <laughs> used to kind of, like, get it all. Yeah, like, get it all out. It was overwhelming, but it was like, okay, that's what we got for the rest of the year. And that's it. And I'm like, thank God, let me just play these games. Now there's 100 different things to pay attention to. I'm it's exhausting. so tired. Um. Anyway, I don't even know what the full event was. I think a lot of it had to do with FIFA, which is about to release. Um, but they did do some Project Atlas announcing, namely that there's going to be a public test very soon, and I believe that they're sending emails out for that. And what is Project Atlas for the listeners that don't know? Oh, I don't think we, we talked, really about, talked it. about it. Yeah. EA's Project Atlas is the xCloud, is the Stadia that they're making for themselves. Why does everyone and their grandmother have their own streaming service? I am... I it's going to be just like... It's going to be like Netflix, HBO, Hulu, YouTube Red, blah, and it, it's just going to be for games, and I'm literally not going to have any money for anything. I mean... EA is getting a service. Ubisoft's getting a service. Yeah. Xbox already has a service. I'm sure Sony's working on a service. This is not, you know, going away at all. I'm just, 
I hate it. It fucking sucks. It only sucks in as much as there's there's isolation. Like, if Game Pass was able to make a deal with EA... Like if you're a hardcore EA fan, I don't know who that is, but if you're <laughs> Please like, let oh, us know. <laughs> I just want to play every game that EA makes, then yeah, that's going to be worth it to you. But if you just want to play a few things, I don't know, Microsoft like give them some money, let them put it on, put it on Game Pass. That's a lot. I'm just exa- anyway. Project Atlas, EA streaming shit. Yeah, it's it's like their play anywhere stream. Um, they're picking ten thousand people. Oh. Um, I don't believe it's like an application process. I think you get an email. I have now occasionally gotten them because of the one that I signed up for. Hmm. Sorry to make you bleep. Ugh. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's happening with that. I thought it was relevant because it's happening very similarly and simultaneously maybe to the xCloud one. So everyone's kind of getting to the same point in the technology around the same time, which mm. I find very interesting. I Meanwhile, no launch date for Stadia. <laughs> Wait, still? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. As Lord. far as I know. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Lord knows I'm not checking because I'm not going to buy it. I ugh, I keep shitting on Stadia and I feel like it's just bad. It's like not good form. Mm. And, and in these moments, I'm glad that A, no one pays me to do this and I'm not Polygon or Kotaku, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. True. <laughs> um, they want your data. I know you have a lot to say about this other streaming <laughs> subscription service <laughs> that just launched. Yeah. Uh, you've been getting into and have been keeping up with the news about Apple Arcade. I have. I was I was very excited for it. And I think I'll start off by saying that. Now that it's out, I've only played two games on it. I have three downloaded, but I only have played two games because I'm so enamored by both of them that I don't want to play anything else. So I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Also, I was swiftly reminded, uh, specifically by Patrick Claypeck. Does a lot of work for Waypoint. Excellent writer, critic. Y'all should follow him because he's, he's he's got some good shit to say. Mm-hmm. I feel like Waypoint has like, always been doing the work. Um... But yeah, how are these niggas getting paid? I don't know. So I'll link to his piece um, where no one actually really knows what's going on with like how devs are getting paid on Apple's end. But Google released Play Pass, which is like their sort of answer for it-ish. It's like apps. And and the way that devs are getting paid there, it's like user engagement or like how much time people are spending in the apps. Oh, I saw a spinoff of this conversation on Twitter and didn't realize the genesis of it. Okay. Oh. So if that's how the devs are getting paid for the Google one. Right. They're alleging that Apple might be following a similar model, but like we're not really sure. Maybe like some devs are just getting paid outright to have the games there or not. So there was a big thread about it was a list of all of the games that wouldn't exist if you were measuring the game's quality or how much the dev should be paid for it mm-hmm. by time in game right and so apparently like edith finch and even the new untitled goose game and stuff like that they're just they're viral in the moment, but they're not, you know, going to be the most popular things forever. And if the devs were being paid by how much people were playing them or how frequently people were playing them, well, they're not experiences that are permanently evolving the way that Destiny 2 is. Right. So for Destiny 2, sure, if you pay the devs by how much time people are playing in the game, all the fucking devs are millionaires. That would work for the devs at Bungie with Destiny 2. Like, (laughs) people (laughs) spend thousands of hours in that game, the hardcore players, and then there's millions of people who are not spending that much time, but they're, you know, putting in some amount of time. That works for them. That model would be okay, but... Well, I mean, I understand that, like, the world is a little bit different because it's mobile gaming and not, like, big blockbuster AAA games. I think the point of that was that a game like Monument Valley, which is a linear story that you play through, yeah, you can replay it if you really want to replay it, but how many people are replaying the same puzzles over and over again in a right. game that isn't that long to begin with? Right. 
So if that dev is getting paid by how much time people are in the game, then that dev might not have spent as much time crafting such a beautiful game in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like a simplistic way of looking at it. I I would hope maybe that whatever f- math that they're doing is a little bit more complicated than that. We don't know. Nobody knows. It's a black box. I'm sure every dev that like signed up to be an Apple Arcade signed 52 NDAs. Um, but I don't know. I actually saw an interesting tweet uh, from Will O'Neill, who is a game developer and like, you know, another critic, talks about games. Um, sort of, I'm paraphrasing, link to the tweet but I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase here that like you know game developers aren't like music artists like m- indie music artists can like go on tour or they can like make a single and they can make money off of that where like game developers just have like the one shot and like make the one thing and can't like necessarily monetize in different ways and I think I'd completely disagree I think what Apple Arcade is probably gonna do is the same thing that like what Spotify did and Full disclosure, I am an independent contractor for Gimlet Media, which is owned by Spotify. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like I have to say that. That's so ethical. <laughs> so, like, hopefully no one from Spotify hears me talk shit about them. <laughs> Not, well, I want to talk shit about them. Uh, whatever. Um, I don't think that, like, Spotify is, like, did, like, the evil thing of, like, ruining the music industry. I think it is just, like, a natural extension of, like, exploiting people in capitalism and you know like record labels needed a way to make money and like the deals that they made with Spotify and deals that they make with Apple Music and all that is their their way to make money and you know like while it's not it definitely makes being an indie creator difficult there are ways to be successful as an indie creator and we see that in artists like like Chance the Rapper No Name is like different levels of it and like it in a, in a large way, I think fundamentally changes... Like, I think streaming fundamentally changes how music is being created. Like, it's more single-based. Yeah. And it's like, how are we going to catch people in the first 15 seconds of the song? How are we going to get on the playlist? And I think that that's probably what Apple Arcade is going to end up doing. Although I do right now enjoy the games that I'm playing, and I'm like, these are really great experiences. I know, for one... I'm definitely not going to be, like, replaying it. It's a puzzle game. So, like, I'm going to do the puzzles, and I'm like, this is cute, and this is fun, but it's it's a one-time deal. Exactly. That's kind of what, again, I think the point that I had seen was that that it really matters a lot more um, about the, the quality of the game. Yeah. And I would hope that they're being compensated, you know, in a base way, like, oh, this amount of money for this game because of how much work you put into it. And then if it earns a lot of playtime from our user base on top of that, mm-hmm. then you're additionally compensated. Um, yeah. But we just don't, well, we won't know. We'll never know. We'll never I'm sure know. we'll eventually know. I mean, I'm sure we somebody will. about all the streaming stuff. True. I feel like five years down the road, someone's going to be like, oh, this is how it actually works. I don't know. I do. I mean, I All feel it's weird. Take is for the first game that gets kicked off. Well, and then, <laughs> then yeah. we'll know immediately. I know. I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I've been using Spotify. I, I don't feel bad about using it for like major label releases. But like, you know, if there's like a, an indie artist that I would want to support, I'll like buy the shit. Yeah. If I can, you know, that's part of it too, is that it's like sometimes just buying a bunch of albums is like cost prohibitive. And like I I am in the camp of like, yes, you can sacrifice a coffee to get an album. You, you know, you get your jitters for 20 minutes, but an album you keep forever. I'm a musician, I'm an artist, blah, 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 blah. But like for, you know, your average person who's just like, yeah, I just want to play some games. I want to play them like good games at an accessible price. Why wouldn't you sign up for it? Especially, I mean, especially if you got the family plan and you're splitting it up with your four best friends and you're only playing a dollar for hundreds of games. The thing that I kind of struggle with is that these games could be marketed independently. Just like you were saying, there's a model for success to be an independent artist that doesn't involve um, kowtowing to the industry. Yeah. 
It's difficult. If you're signing up to be part of Apple Arcade, then I would imagine that you know what you're getting yourself into. So I don't know so much that I even agree about the ethical complication of that. Okay. Um, Just because no one's one's forcing these game studios to create content for Apple Arcade. I think that they are excited to be on Apple Arcade, kind of like in the exposure way. (laughs) It's like... It's like a slippery... Because it's like... I think of, like, musicians who are like, well, I need to be on Spotify, but that, you know, costs money. And then there's, like, a way to, like, play that system. And, like, no one's forcing any artist to be on Spotify. Like, I'm, I don't have my shit on Spotify. I'd rather you just buy a wholesale. But for, you know, there are, like, some artists who are, like, in that in-between between being totally indie and, you know, being a major label artist that probably could benefit from it. Or yeah. not. I mm. I saw a really interesting conversation about a completely different industry, the publishing industry, and that mm. post that went viral about the woman who got a $300,000 advance for her first book, and then her second book, it was a significantly smaller number, and she had kind of budgeted her life around getting $300,000 every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, Look. That's a very <laughs> oversimplified way of putting that article. Right, right, right. Um, But the... The response to it was not, oh, girl, like, you're right. It was so difficult, and they didn't prepare us, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were saying, yeah, I don't know what you thought. I I don't know why you think that it's the industry's responsibility to teach you the ways that they will take advantage of you. Like, you should be at least somewhat aware of that. Or at least take the responsibility of being aware of what that looks like. And so I don't want to go too far down that road because it it sounds like quasi-victim blamey. But I just think that there's a lot of agency involved here that if I was talking about like a wage laborer, obviously it's a very different situation. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I— it's it's tough. I will enjoy what I see, and if there's an opportunity for me to put money directly into the pockets of a developer whose game I really connect with and really play uh, a great deal of, then I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is like definitely an ongoing conversation. I would love to actually talk to a dev developer about that. We should we should do that. We should yeah. Look that up. Anywho, all right, let's move on. Sorry for my music talk. It's okay. I know. It's interesting to see how, Only like, these industries... The left. Everyone else is still here. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Mario Kart also came out. Stick with Apple for a minute. Uh, people was not getting on them. Servers were struggling. Yeah, it, it sounded like a disaster. <laughs> you haven't been able to get on at all, right? Uh, well, I had some problems just downloading it because I... Th- for some odd reason, I have no idea why. Because I was like, yes, download over cellular. Download over Wi-Fi. Please put this fucking out on my phone. It couldn't. I don't know. Uh, maybe that was part of the service. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I did finally get on. It's Mario Kart. Apparently, I haven't even gotten that far because I was just kind of like, I don't care to play Mario Kart on my phone because controls are like, meh. They suck. <laughs> I have no interest in playing driving games on the phone yeah. at all. I, I mean, I'll play driving games, but like... Mario Kart, it's, it's just it's like not, it's not fun. Like you, you can either do, it's called simple steering, which is just going left or right to steer. Or you can do drift steering where, you know, it was like the B button uh-huh. and you, you, you skid um, with left and right. But then I was like, how do you just regular turn? And I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. And I was like, uh, I don't really care about this. And like, I know microtransactions are like looming over me. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if I could, like, play with friends, I might fuck with it, but I just don't care. Mm. Like, I don't know who this game is. I don't know who this is for. I feel like most people who play Mario Kart probably have Mario Kart or have access to Mario Kart. It's like, why would I play it on my phone? Uh, I mean, why would you play it at Dave & Buster's? Like, it's a different game. Oh, it's a totally different experience. It's so much fun. It's a totally different experience in Dave & Buster's. See, but I I, I don't know. I I prefer the original. I mean, Um, the original is great, but, like, I have a lot of fun sitting you know, down and my butt is in a chair and my feet are on the pedals and I'm grinding and all that. Okay. I just, like, the Damon Buster's experience is really fun. Sitting on a couch with my four friends 
and like winning is really fun. I don't know if playing on the phone is really fun. I just, I think that we, not we, you and I, but we collectively don't think about how dominant the mobile market is. And I, yeah. I think it makes yeah. complete sense for them to want to have a Mario game on the phone. I agree with all of your critique of, of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will not be playing it. I just, I hate doing driving stuff on the phone. Um, but I do think it actually looks cool. Like for what it is, um, and what it's planning on doing, they're they're going to different locations about every two weeks. The first location is New York, so you kind of get to drive through a Mario Kart version of New York City. Um, I think that's cute. I think no, it's it definitely a is fun cute. thing. Yeah, no, for sure. It's not for me. Fair enough. So. We also uh, already talked a little bit about this. The Untitled Goose Game was released. It's taking the internet by storm. <laughs> the description is, if Hitman met uh, a goose. <laughs> You're That's... basically just running around <laughs> as a goose and uh, assassinating some motherfuckers. You... Yeah, your annoying motherfuckers. <laughs> it's very chaotic energy. It's great. Chaotic goose um, energy. And as we alluded to, you know, people are not necessarily spending a lot of time in this because the, I think, official fastest speed run is down to four minutes. Yeah, I saw that too. So you can beat Untitled Goose Game if you're really good at it in about four minutes. I have not yet played it. I'm very excited to get my hands on it. I need to figure out if I have to do an emulator or something. Well, you, could, uh, you can get it on Switch. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Mac OS, Steam, and Switch. I didn't even know it was on Mac OS. I, I can't wait to... It was oh, on Steam. I cannot wait until I get my fucking PC up and running again. I want to play the KFC dating sim. I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. But I do want to play Untitled Goose Game. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Um, Remember the chicken bucket? Oh, God. One more launch. We might as well talk about it while we're talking about launches. Uh, Link's Awakening. People love it. People do love it. It's a remaster of the old Link's Awakening game uh, for the Game Boy Advance, was it? that far along? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Uh, as it's pretty much notoriously been stated on this podcast, I have never really been a Zelda person other than <laughs> Ocarina of Time. I don't, I don't think I've ever played. You know, it's funny. I What was the one on GameCube that was like the, it was like brown, like a scroll with like black lettering. I don't, I don't know. A friend of mine gave it to me, and I had it for like a month, and he was like, do you still have that? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, can you give it back? And I was like, you're right. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> and I I got to get back into Breath of the Wild. I stopped. Yeah, you were I, in the middle of that. I, I still intend to try one day, um, but if you're into old school Link, not this newfangled Breath of the Wild Game of the Year Link, yeah, none of that bullshit. <laughs> then uh, go check it out. It it just launched a few days ago. Avengers. Getting an AR game. From, I haven't, this is. So yeah, it's Lenovo. They make an AR headset. Okay. Um, and this is one of the games for it. It's called Dimension of Heroes. Uh, of I really don't know much about it because I don't have an AR headset and I don't intend on purchasing one. Not for dimensions of heroes. (laughs) I mean, don't judge a book guy by its cover, but damn. (laughs) I haven't even checked out any footage of it. Um, (laughs) But I personally think that AR is going to catch on with a larger mainstream audience before VR does. Why do you say that? Because I think VR for a lot of people is too much right now. Augmenting Mm. reality. So like seeing something real, but it's, like, superimposed. Yeah. Pokemon Go is already laying right. the groundwork for everyone to get familiar with that. They're just priming us. Right. And so, you know, you don't want to spend a ton of money on a VR headset. A lot of people get no. sick in them. Um, I don't know how much of this AR headset is. Dreaming in VR really fucks your mind up if you ain't careful. Yeah. So I think it's just going to be a little while before VR technology is mainstream, but I think a lot of people are already kind of doing AR. So the switch to doing like a headset or something is probably not as weird. 
regardless, uh, if you have one of those, I would actually really love for you to tell us and to try this game and, and report back. Yeah, we can put you on the show. Yeah, we could. We should. Do we that. should find like a, a resident. If you want to be our resident AR expert, <laughs> resident VR expert, get at us. Info at gamerfriendspodcast.com. Or if you don't like a cold email, there is a contact link on our website, gamerfriendspodcast.com. Word. Don't you love that? Um, pent ultimate item here. Modern warfare Ooh, is embroiled in some drama. Why? Well. Wait. Were they also white phosphorus? Yes. Oh, my God. They can't stay out of the white phosphorus cloud of drama. That is... Uh. <laughs> you know, actually, that's not funny. I, uh... I take back that joke. I'm sorry I said it. Homophobia and <sighs> fascism. Roll into one episode. Hmm. Only at Gamer Friends. Uh, anyway, they made a big deal about the crossplay. You know, you're playing with whoever has the same input as you. If you're playing on a controller on a PC, you could be playing with Xbox controller people, PlayStation controller people, uh, and vice versa. But you can brag about your graphics right. more. Well, apparently only PlayStation people are getting a, an entire game mode, and they're not just locking out Xbox for a few months like they've kind of done in the past. They're locking Xbox out for an entire year. Wait, what is the game mode? It's got to be pretty good to lock people out for a fucking year. Yeah, so it goes for PC too. It's um, a Spec Ops survival mode. Um, I don't know too much about what the survival modes in Call of Duty are like. Maybe this is new, um, and I just don't know too much about it. But um, regardless, if you're on PC or Xbox, you're not going to fucking get to play it for a whole year. <laughs> There's going to be a new Call of Duty out before you're able to play part of the $60 game that you paid for. That's Yeah, that's bad. I don't know. They shouldn't have made that decision. That's... It's fucking Activision. Uh, it's not... I don't even blame the people who are developing the game. It's clearly Activision because they fucked us over with Destiny 1 I know, but as I was well. like, <laughs> you think Bungie's like... I mean, damn. as soon as Activision was gone, what did Bungie do? They were like... Said, I am so sorry. <laughs> they were like, I don't know this You're going to be playing together. You are going to be able to save anywhere. All the content is free. Like, let's go. <laughs> Just get in the game. You don't have to pay shit for it. Let's have fun. Um, Good for them. Good for Bungie. But yeah, for Destiny 1, I was locked out of shit for an entire year. There were exotic weapons that I couldn't get. There were armor sets that I couldn't get. Well, so what, what is Sony Strikes. doing that they're like, oh, it's Activision. They've been with Sony for like years. They're just paying a ton of money. They're probably I, I paying like, money that Xbox is not willing to pay. Well, um, but who really wins? No, nah, I'm kidding. We're not going to do console <laughs> wars on this podcast. I'm kidding. I can I tell lo- you who loses, though. The consumers. The, and they are pissed. The players are the not happy about the Xbox game. subreddit, like the generic Xbox, main Xbox subreddit. Just the regular degular? Yeah. Not even just the Call of Duty subreddits. Like, it bled out. People are pissed, and they're organizing boycotts and, like, no. having people return <laughs> pre-orders and things <laughs> in protest. Because what if no, then the game organizing. should be $20 off, right? Fa- you know what? You're keeping <laughs> me out of an entire game mode? Yeah. Then I'm not paying full price. That... That's fair. That's fair as fuck. I support them. Gamer Rage doing something positive. <laughs> Gamer rights. Gamer rights. Um, Lord Jesus, I can't. Finally, uh, Apex but, Legends has some, some new stuff happening. I kind of praised Fortnite for this and poo-pooed PUBG way back when. PUBG came out with new maps, right? But yeah. they took a long time. They did. There's, I think, three of them now. Um, no, there's four of them now. I um, haven't loaded up PUBG. The digital cobwebs <laughs> that are just... Regardless, they didn't change anything about the maps as time went on, really, right. um, in any significant way. They just added new maps. Fortnite was continually changing and evolving their one map, and they do have some other maps at some point. I, right. I don't entirely get all of that. It's like, here's, we're just going to blow up the middle of the map. And yeah. what did you know? It was a magic lake in it, and you can 
Yeah, the, the cube and the bullshit, whatever. So, <laughs> so Apex has been blowing up the map, so to speak, and adding new parts of the map. Um, the new legend that's being teased is responsible for one of the previous changes in the current season. All of the animals that were on the outskirts of the island have now invaded the island because this guy blew up the thing that was keeping them all away. Right. And now he's like this terrorist, and you can actually see him in the he's game a, he's now. A, he's a terrorist? That's what we're calling him? I mean, basically. Wow. I mean, if you look at his backstory, they release a little cartoon with his backstory, mm -hmm. and he's essentially being framed for terrorism. So he Fuck. is like, oh, I'll give you some terrorism. I don't even know, like, why I'm, like, a terrorist when you have caustic. Like, I, I don't know why I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. When literally, uh, well, I'm not going, you know. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so the teased map change is that there's maybe a new map coming. Um, yeah, we're going to get some answers soon. Either way, the new season launches same day as Shadowkeep, so I won't be playing <laughs> oh, it right no. away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Destiny's going to eat that day. But Tuesday, October 1st, uh, it's coming out. I definitely will check it out as soon as I finish the Shadowkeep Um the Shadowkeep storyline. So it actually doesn't come out to you for you until October 2nd. <laughs> or October 3rd. I don't know how long it's going to uh. take. Uh, but I'm excited to get uh, the new character. His abilities look really cool. He's got, like, drones that fly around him. And oh, my they, God. He's, he's a terrorist. <laughs> they kind of complement um, a few of the other characters. Oh. If you had a Caustic, Watson, and Crypto team, you could, like, fully lock down an area. They all have area of effect and area control kind of powers and stuff. So I'm really excited to see how it switches up the gameplay. I'm excited to see if they have just a new area of the map and they're preparing us for another map, uh, which likely will be a snow map, or if Ooh. they're just going to release a new map on us. Um, time will tell. And maybe by the time you hear this, you'll know. Um, but we don't yet. So still speculation at this point, but very excited for Apex Legends Season 3. Love speculation. These past two weeks in nerddom. Yes. First up, gamer friend Jacob. Shout out. Gave us some things to talk about. Not my brother. Oh, pff, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Not you, Jake. Jacob. Mm -hmm. Reached out. Uh, wanted us to dive a little bit deeper into some of the things that we talked about last week. And we are so happy to do that. Namely? Namely, first up, Steven Universe, the movie, um, and some events that take place in it. So, spoiler, spoiler alert! Some alarms, hmm. some iPhone talking. This is a spoiler alert. And we'll put a timestamp where the spoiler is in the show notes. <clears throat> um, so there's a fusion that happens in this show. For the first time. For the first time. We've never seen it before. It's wild. It's it's quick. They just jump right into it. I'm just like, oh. You're not expecting it at all. So, Steven fuses with his dad, uh, Mr. Universe, Greg Universe. Yes. And becomes a really... It was... He's like this big hunky? monkey. Yeah. So, that's like the other uncomfortable part about it is that like it's... I wouldn't say that it was sexual, but it was definitely supposed to be enticing for the re like yeah. specifically because they were trying to get Pearl to realize that she had already like processed and that she didn't need to uh, be a slave anymore. <laughs> right. um, she's You've been through this already. So they were trying to trigger that memory of independence like, from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so we were uncomfortable. Gamer friend Jacob and his wife were also uncomfortable. And he wrote that it might send a mixed message of pedophilia or inappropriate age relationships as like, and he writes this as fusions most commonly have been shown as a metaphor between romantic uh, relationships between two, par between two characters, mostly, you know, uh, like yeah. Pearl and Rose, Stephen Connie-ish, uh, Sapphire and Ruby. Um, 
but also goes to like show that like some of the you know the fusions are also really toxic relationships like Lapis and Jasper right. when that happened. Um, and so I was like thinking about this, and I was like, well, I don't think they would have just made that fusion happen just frivolously. Um, and I kind of was thinking back to like when Pearl was first explaining to Steven like the importance of fusions and how they are for like uh, kind of like break the glass in case of an emergency. And, like Garnet is the sort of one exception for it. I think really fusions are more so just a blanket metaphor for just relationships generally and you know who the fusion is with and like how it looks and how it functions is like sort of uh indicative of like the relationship that the two or more people have yeah how i like sort of read it i agree with that i i think if we took it to only be representative of romantic relationships then there is a polyamorous worm fusion <laughs> that we would have to like address yeah. um in fact at one point i for, i i feel bad that i forget the name of of the gem but you know she essentially offers uh Lars to like join her, <laughs> you know. Um, I I I think that it oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. supposed to be more of a generic like this is what a relationship works like. For Ruby and Sapphire, it is totally about romance and love, but I wouldn't say that that's necessarily true for Pearl and Amethyst because they have kind of an adversarial relationship where I kind of get where they're coming from yeah. is that there's always like seductive dancing <laughs> involved <laughs> at least at first yeah 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 um but we don't actually see the process of Steve and Greg fusing um and and so I don't know what that you know looks like and and what that context was that said when Steven fused with Amethyst I don't think that that was in any way supposed to be indicative of romance. Yeah, and it's, like, also, like, how the fusion is. Like, when Garnet and Amethyst are together, their fusion is fucking Nicki Minaj, and she's a mess. She's a hot mess. Yeah, and when Garnet and Amethyst uh, are together, they literally do a whole talk show episode with Steven. Like, I don't think that that was um, in any particular way romantic either um wait was that garnet and amethyst or was that garnet and pearl garnet and pearl yeah so ultimately you know pearl by seeing steven and greg fused and the song that they're singing comes to understand that she can be independent and also with someone but it doesn't have to mean that they're over her or she's under them and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she comes to that realization by fusing with Amethyst. Like that is the giant woman in that scene voiced by Amy Mann. I've come to now understand and have been obsessed with her most recent album since. <laughs> um, uh, yes. But like, you know, I, I, I get why it was kind of weird and I do think still that it's kind of weird, but I don't yeah. know that I would go as far as to agree that it was um, like, pedophilic in any kind of way. Yeah, I think what the what Jacob was trying to say is that it's like it could it could be perceived be that way. Perceived or like misconstrued. Yeah. And also he's you know he says that like uh the 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 show has done enough legwork to show that like fusions are not just romantic relationships. It's just kind of like right. you have to like look for a little bit because the obvious answer is Garnet. But if you're just coming All into the, the movie Right. Especially because the first fusion in the movie is a romantic fusion and they sing a love song right. that I'm obsessed with. I so yeah, I, I, get, I get that. Though. I think the I think the movie is fan service and I think the movie is a payoff for being a fan. Yeah, it's not that's not the movie you want to watch when you're starting. Don't start Steven Universe with the movie, for sure. Because then it just provides way more context. Right. For, Agreed. So um, so yeah, what was the second part? Uh, so it was about uh, what we had to say about Walter Mosley. Um, I'm just going to read. Um, 
So while I understand that, like, the, and I'm paraphrasing, while I understand the N-word is be being reclaimed or, you know, being used for Black people to use among each other, I think that the workplace is inappropriate um, for that word to be used and should be, like, thought of as a slur. I don't think being a person of color is a free pass to use that word in, like, especially in, at what they're saying in, like, in the workplace. Um, and dismissing the person who reported it as ignorant just felt overly harsh. For me, this comes down to a certain level of cultural competency. Um, And what I mean by that is I actually totally agree um, about it being inappropriate for the workplace. Uh, Full disclosure for me, I work for a labor union and I deal with cases where stuff gets said. And, you know, I'm in a position of defending um, a union member uh, for sometimes language just like this. But the context always matters for the conversation as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. And so even though I would always caution people not to be using language like that, especially when uh, people are going to be offended by it, uh, I also think that there's a conversation that could have been had, you know, with him about it so that it wasn't immediately an HR issue and he was kind of put in the position of defending Black people using that word generally as opposed to, oh, in the workplace, we would appreciate it if you would not be so casual with that unless you're explicitly trying to put something into the script. Like, I I get that. Um, Also, you know, he walked. He was like, oh, if I don't, get to express myself the way that I want to in this workplace, then I'm going to walk away. And I think that that's also perfectly reasonable. Like, again, I think there's a lot of, especially older Black men, it is pervasive. Like, it is part of how they structure sentences to the same way that a lot of young people pepper every sentence with the word like. Yeah. It is just part of the vernacular. Yeah, and like, to me... Like, I was, like, reading over this stuff again, and I felt like... I very much felt like it was, you know, you're talking to your grandfather, and he's like, yeah, and in that neighborhood, that's where the nigger... You know what I mean? It was, like, very... He he <sighs> gives me the vibe of someone who talks about race a lot yes. and is going to use the N-word when he talks about race. Yes. And... To make a point. Yeah. Not... And- yeah. Whether or not that is appropriate or not, I don't think is is necessarily what I was saying was ignorant, more that it could have been handled very differently. And at the end of the day, we don't know exactly what happened. Exactly we don't know what happened at all. Yeah. It's all, you know. Maybe they did have a conversation with him and he was like, fuck you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that could very well be what he did, in which place. And- <laughs> I mean, you know, look, I have a different opinion. Right. And I mean, I agree. I I mean, like I use the N word at work, but I work on a black show. A B if I'm using it with anybody who's not on my black show, it's definitely also not within the earshot of a white person. <laughs> right. So I I I yeah, it's inappropriate for the workplace, but also like even like if I had an issue with someone or like language or whatever, they I have a boss and they have a boss and they have a boss and then and then there's HR. I feel like HR is like, whoa, holy shit, someone called me a nigger. Yeah. And uh they're white and or like that's like like they hit the fucking they break the glass, the alarm's going off HR immediately. I don't Not think Not for this- a white woman named Amanda, but I understand generally speaking what you're talking about. Um, Jordan has some personal things, <laughs> and I'm gonna just let him say what he has to say, and I'm gonna keep it in. But he's upset about it, and has something to do with your letter, Jacob. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I uh, this is it could have just been this situation to me did not feel HR from what we know, because he could have also been like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna say that word <laughs> at any point." But you know. Yep, I don't really have anything else to add. I think that um, more than anything, I find it unfortunate because, again, I do think that there's a certain level of cultural competency that, you know, should be applied, and it it really depends on the context that we don't have. Exactly. It's Um, just, 
zingy takes, which is fine. Thanks for reaching out, Jacob. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um, and yeah, if you ever feel like you like, whoa, I don't know about that, gamer friends. Why don't you go back and talk about that some more? Hit us up. We don't bite. For sure. Um, so let's dive into our agenda. Uh, congratulations to that motherfucker <laughs> finally <laughs> making it to the end of a Pokemon League and winning the final battle. Mm. Ash Ketchum, currently trying to catch them all, never will. Still? <laughs> just for the first time, won a championship that I won when I was nine years old. <laughs> hey, everyone, <laughs> everyone goes at their own pace, okay? I was probably younger than nine. Anyway. Wow. But uh, for the uninitiated, the Pokemon cartoon is ongoing. Like, the anime Still? does not stop. That's the whole point. That's a lot of catching to do. Damn. I mean, I know it was still going, but fucking damn. It's a lot. (laughs) Gibberish. Anyway, I am very excited for Ash. I don't watch the anime anymore. (laughs) Um, I used to, like, on Saturday mornings and stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. but, But now... I can't do it. There's too much other stuff going on, but he finally won, so good for you. Congratulations from your gamer friends. Mm-hmm. Um, some Marvel casting news again. It's not... It's not confirmed, and I kind of wish none that people of it would is shut... No. But, like, I kind of... Like, this one kind of makes me upset. I wish people would just shut the fuck up and just let them cook, and, like, they're going to serve us when they serve us. Okay? I don't need an ingredient list before I go. I, again, implicitly trust them. So so I'm trying not to be stressed out about it. Um, But there's a rumor that Robert Downey Jr. is already back (laughs) and that he'll be appearing in the Black Widow movie, which is a prequel. So it would make sense. It's feasible. Um, (laughs) Is she? What movie did I watch? But uh, I have no idea what context that is and and frankly I don't want to know like let me watch the movie that's all I want I'm so sick and tired of it just ugh, whatever anyway I don't want to have to go on a media blackout for a movie that's not coming out till early next year that and also not I don't want to be on a media blackout for a movie that stars Scarlett Johansson I'm so <laughs> I, I can't like she is so fucking trifling she Ugh. is and like I'm excited for this movie or whatever but like like I and I make the joke every damn time five years ago I would have been totally about this shit now girl mm. is she gonna play every character in the movie <laughs> um she's probably auditioning opposite Denzel Washington for Magneto right now um I here's the thing about this rumor y'all literally picked the one black person that I knew y'all was going to pick for this motherfucker. No originality. There is more than five black actors out there. God damn. Like, what? I'm okay with it, though. <laughs> and you tell Magneto... No, sorry. <laughs> you tell Professor X that I did this. I... He's going to do the yelly thing that he does. I'm, I'm not ready for him to fucking like yell at Mystique in the way that he just be yelling. Denzel Washington only plays one role. One. Mm-hmm. But he does it really well. He does it very well. And, and so I'm, I, fi- I'm fine. I'm, I'm chilling. That's, that's all I have to say about it. I think he does more than one role, to be fine. Denzel Washington's Two. a great actor. I think the bigger issue is what we discussed last episode, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. changing the backstory. Obviously, Denzel Washington is not going to be portraying a Jewish man who survived the Holocaust. I hope not. Not that they didn't kill black people in the Holocaust. Like, you know, mm, we did. got killed too. Not to anywhere near the extent of Jewish people. Um, but, you know, they had a bunch of, they had gay people in the Holocaust. They had uh, the Romani people in the Holocaust. Like, there's a bunch of options that they have for making Magneto a little different than the comic origin. There's also other genocides and stuff that they could draw from in terms of the inspiration. So it's similar. Either way, they're going to uh, do what they're going to do. They're going to do what and they're going to be good as hell. Is it? <laughs> 
why what reason do you have to doubt them the last bad movie they made was Thor 2 I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna be bad I just I'm gonna stick I don't think they where if they're gonna change him to a person of color I just don't know if we're gonna get the depth that I think that would deserve in a movie. I don't disagree with you, but I just... I'm sure it'll be fine. Look, we have I, to look I am often niggas know getting more. jobs. <laughs> we have to know more. We do have to know more. And it's like, just, what's the backstory going to be? Exactly. And we're just speculating, spitballing, editorializing. I know. I know. I know. They could pull a first class on us and make them all young. Because it's just a rumor. It's not like it's not like we saw the contract. That's right. We didn't. So shit. it's literally just a rumor. I'm getting worked up. I'm, I'm so chill. Sorry. I'm chill about I, it. I'm professional. You're I also getting worked up about the Battlestar Galactica reboot. I'm just, I'm so I don't sick. know why, because you're not even a fan of the original. No, but like, can we just, <laughs> I want original ideas. Like, Netflix and Amazon video cannot be the only places that are doing anything original. Oh, and Hulu, I guess. Like, all, I just feel like, like Disney... NBC, CBS, like all these other street, ABC, whatever, all these other, they're just like, well, we have these old properties that we already own. Let's just put new actors in it and like, let's fast forward it or take it back 10 years, new show, boom. So, I think the bigger issue here is not that they're rebooting Battlestar Galactica, one of the best franchises and TV shows that's ever existed. Um, well, more so that it's another fucking streaming service. I'm not paying for an NBC <laughs> streaming service to see a Battlestar Galactica reboot. That is not happening. The other one is not old enough, and the graphics were good back then. They like, need to put that shit on regular-ass TV. It still reruns on the Sci-Fi <laughs> channel. I'm not, we not watching it. I'm so sorry. I can't, I can't, I'm tired. But the Mr. Robot showrunner is doing it, so... It's gonna be good. R My thing, matey. <laughs> same. I just feel like, like NBC, like anyone who is not Hulu or Netflix or is not subsequently owned by the same company, because like only two companies own everything. Y'all should just be cutting deals. Don't go out on your own because it's not gonna work. I don't. Who they need to merge to survive. It, like the Apple TV one, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? What are they, I, I get that understand. shit for free for a year when it comes out. Hmm. Apparently, hmm. I don't because I bought a thing. Hmm. There's gonna be like two shows on it: Carpool Karaoke and Sesame Street. Narcos. Sarah Ellis is doing a show for it. <laughs> what is the show? I don't know. I'm done. Good I night. think it's about some singing lady doing sing. I think it's like loosely her life. I don't know. Oh. Finally, we have some DC stuff. We do. People are loving Titan Season 2 to the point where I feel like I might have to watch it. I'll go back and start it over again. I like got halfway through Season 1. I mean, I know we already talked about it. The shit is violent and it's exhausting. And I need some moments to like not watch something where everyone's sad. So I didn't finish it. But apparently Season 2 was like lit. I'm mostly concerned about the wig. Um, and if <laughs> you all saw it gets the better. Empire wig from I guess I guess they put Terrence Howard in dreads <laughs> I did see that shit <laughs> D- look also speaking Oof. about Empire I wish y'all put Taraji P. Hansen other things we are starting Persons of Interest and she was so good in that and I wish that she was just in other things like Taraji P. Hansen really should have like had the career that Viola Davis is having or had with How to Get Away with Murder because How to Get Murder is not worth watching now. But <clears throat> Taraji has the range. Not all talented Black women are on Viola Davis's level. I'm just saying, like, Taraji P. Henson would have been perfect for, like, an ABC drama. I mean, she got a CBS drama called Person of Interest. <laughs> Barely. Well, I don't you, know that. Well, I mean, spoiler alert. It's two white men running around and she pops up every once in a while to yell at them. <laughs> Speaking of Suicide Squad. <laughs> James Gunn uh, is still doing it. I guess that's partially why uh, Guardians 3 is delayed. 
I, di- I didn't realize he was still doing it. I thought he left it to go back to Guardians. Whatever. No, um, he's like, I'm taking both these paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> he Y'all announced the uh, <laughs> the full cast list. There are 800 names on the list. <laughs> yeah, it is an ensemble cast. Margot Robbie is getting top billing, though. So I guess oh. there's going to be a lot of uh, Harley Quinn in it. I didn't see the first one still. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. At this I heard point. it was so it's bad. Be a reboot. I heard it was really bad. Wait, but Jared it's a Leto, soft reboot for this. It's one, a soft right? reboot ish. They're cha- like no Joker, right? Jared Leto's not in it. I don't think so. Jared Leto was not happy that Jared Leto was not in it. I don't allegedly, what Jared Leto thinks. I mean, also agreed because Dallas Buyers Club, like, get the fuck out of here. Also, Joker Joker is coming out soon. Next episode, we'll be able to talk about that. I did you see that? Like all these, like the they're not playing at the Aurora Theater, Aurora, Colorado. <laughs> they're like, no. <sighs> Which uh, I understand because the the movie that was playing during was the yeah, yeah, was yeah. a Batman movie. I, I don't say I can't blame them. I can't blame him either, but we've already had this conversation. We already had the conversation. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, but you know, I'm gonna see it. During the daytime. Okay. I'm not watching that movie at night. I'm so sorry. <sighs> okay. Um, I think that's a show. I think it's a show as well. Again, we will be getting back into the home screen uh, soon, playing some Apple Arcade games, yes. got some Red Dead stuff. Yes. Shadowkeep will have dropped. Oh, my God. Apex Legends will have dropped. Like, I have to make the whole stuff. damn show just the home screen. I, maybe. Well, like you said earlier, if you've got any feedback on anything we discussed today, please give us a shout. We'd be happy to engage with you about it. Gamer friends, also engage with our subscribe button. You can engage with the ratings on Apple Podcasts uh, and engage with your other gamer friends to engage them in engaging with our shout. I don't know why that happened, but okay. Um... <laughs> In layman's terms, rate and review and tell a gamer friend. Tell two gamer friends. We appreciate y'all as always. And we'll catch you in about two weeks. Deuces. Bye.